0: Hello, Burlington, and welcome to Net Zero Energy. I'm Jennifer Green, Director of Sustainability for the City of Burlington, where our goal is to reduce and eventually eliminate fossil fuel usage. Today, we're pleased to have Chip Patella with us, Chip is not only a Burlington homeowner who's working to transition away from fossil fuels in how he lives at home and drives, but Chip has an interesting job with the Champlain Housing Trust. So we'll be hearing a little bit about that too. Well, Chip Patello, it's awesome to have you with us today. Right. So today we really wanted to focus on your house. Okay. Because as you know, and for our listeners who may not, We're working to transition away from fossil fuels in the built environment, as well as transportation. Really awesome to hear about what commercial properties are doing. And really, I think, inspiring for a lot of us that are homeowners to hear what our fellow homeowners are doing in (laughs) that space. So Mm -hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit first, maybe, Chip, about where you live, what your house is like in terms of the era, vintage, and then... Your trajectory into net zero? Uh-huh.
1: So, my house was built in 1957 by Mr. Hockey uh, in the Birchcliffe neighborhood. Um, somewhat unsung, but uh, very, I, I usually say I live too close to the chocolate factory. Actually, when we got the house in the first, within the first month, we added a foot of insulation to the attic. And I know that my bills are about a third of my neighbors who haven't done anything. And then I insulated the walls and insulated the basement foundation. So that's as a first step. In 2017, we were one of the first to transition to heat pump. Um, We got a a three-zone heat pump system, which allowed us to not only transition off of using our natural gas heat, but also provide more consistent heating for different parts of the house. We have a basement that's somewhat damp. So I keep that ventilated most of the year and keep that at a, a warmer temperature than it has been. Uh, we have a, was a playroom now is a quilt shop, uh, studio. Uh, so my wife can go work in there and, and the main part of the house has its own heat pump. Now with the rebates that were available for the heat pump, we purchased the first of our e-bikes, which we use for commuting mostly, um, we got a commuter model. It's not super fancy. Doesn't do off road, but uh, it gets us here and there very well. There, you know, 20 miles in the winter, 40 miles in the summer, plenty. And we've gone on the rail trail, etc. In 2019, we bought a heat pump water heater and used the rebate from that to buy our second e-bike. Um, what's outstanding for us to Get off of natural gas. We actually pay more for natural gas to be a customer than we do for the gas that we use. But we have a natural gas dryer and we have a natural gas uh, range. Um, so we're, there's a bit of debate within the house about switching the range over. But you know the amount of natural gas that we use is very small, less than 10 cc of a month.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. So not only are you have you transitioned your house for the most part away from fossil fuels in terms of your heating and cooling system. You're also thinking about transportation. And I oh, think you do didn't have a... I mention that. <laughs> well, I think you, have a, you talked about the bikes, but I think you have an EV as well. Is that That's right?
1: That's right. That's right. In 2020, I bought an EV and turned out, certainly with fuel prices in 2021, 22, to be a very smart move. And I couldn't have been happier. Uh, I never liked driving before. What I ended up with is a fantastic vehicle. When I'm not visiting job sites, my average cost is less than $10 a month. To drive around town, you know, because I use the e-bike to get to work. We do take trips sometimes, so that's when it, the prices go up. But, you know, my fill-up for my vehicle is uh, less than fifteen dollars to go three hundred ish miles, um, compared to, you know, even with a Prius that we have, you know, that's more like thirty-five to forty-five.
0: I do remember when you bought your vehicle, and uh, you did inspire me. So there is (laughs) something about talking to each other and our neighbors. I think it sort of demystifies EVs. Um, But getting back to your house, so you started with weatherization, and you started with insulation in the attic and the basement, Mm -hmm. and then you heat pumped. It's winter. We're looking out the window here, and it just finished snowing. Can you talk a little bit about what heat pump, the heat pump usage is for you, how it works, and how you are using it in the wintertime when, right. when the temperature is particularly
1: right. low? The model that we got is good to minus 13. I guess the newer ones can go to minus 20. The efficiency of the heat pump, some people say, oh, below 20, forget it, or 30. No, that's stupid. You use the heat pump to what it can In the years that we bought it, in the six years since we've had it, it has not been below minus 10. And at zero to minus 13 is when it gets close to the same efficiency that it would for baseboard resistance heat. But that's a small fraction of the time. Most of the time, it's warmer than zero. Most of that time, it's between 10 and 40 in the winter.
0: So, Chip, we know, of course, that this is your professional work as well. Mm -hmm. We know that you're a project manager with the Champlain Housing Trust, and you had just mentioned before we started recording that you're responsible for 314 buildings. So, you know a lot about buildings. So, I'm thinking about the listener who might think, yeah, but Chip, he knows so much. How do I even begin with my house?
1: You know, you could pick your project, you know, as, as with all things, try to do conservation first. There are rebates from Vermont Gas Systems to actually use less heat so they can help it manage the project for you to uh, manage insulation and air sealing of your house that can cut your, potentially cut the energy use of a house by an average house about 40 to 50 percent. So that's a first step. And you could do that incrementally. You could do the attic this year. It's easier with the gas systems program because they could do it all. But you could, on your own dime, do the attic insulation and air sealing first and then you can add insulation to the basement walls. That would be second. Or exterior walls, if they're uninsulated, I would do that before the basement. But those, those are sort of the three, the top three. Every, the window and door people have been very good at selling us windows and doors. Less savings to be had. Uh, I did change over all my windows because they didn't work. And that cut my airflow by less than 5%. Cut my heat bill by less than 5%. 4% windows and doors are are the most expensive thing you can do to your house and they'll bring the least return for energy savings. You know, if your heating system is 20 years old, you should be looking at it changing off your heating system.
0: Things die in February. Right. And you haven't prepared and the next, you know, you're sort of stuck plopping back in that fossil fuel system. Right. So um One thing that we do encourage people to understand is sort of what their systems are like now, how old they are, and to begin to prepare. Is there anything else you haven't mentioned that you think listeners should hear?
1: We are going to be, we're we're very close to having an electric fecal charger uh, installed at our, at the Old North End Community Center, the Old St. Joseph School. That's more of a commercial property, if you will, but Lots and lots of people use it from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And CarShare is also looking for another location to put park an electric vehicle. So we, through you, are, are working on getting a electric charging installed for CarShare's EV, as well as a charger that's going to be available sort of 7 to 5 for anybody who uses or works at the Old North End Community Center. And at nighttime, people who rent in the area are free to use that. Charger and sign up.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. This has been a great project. I've really mm-hmm. loved working with you. I've loved working with Annie at CarShare Vermont. Right, right. And I think this particular project really hits a lot of important points. Not only is there public in a neighborhood where people might not have access at home, it allows staff that are using the St. Joseph School, i.e. the Old North End Community Center to to charge. And, of course, you're offering space to Annie so the people that are car CarShare members can also yeah. don't have to own a vehicle but can but can use a vehicle from CarShare. So, Chip Patello, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. It's really great to hear about not only your work at in your own home but some of your work with CHT and, in particular, the project that you're doing in conjunction with BED and CarShare Vermont. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thank you. Great to see you.
0: Yeah, thanks, Chip. Thank you again for listening to Net Zero Energy. If you have any questions about this podcast or what BED offers regarding incentives, rebates, or technological support, look for us at burlingtonelectric.com or call us at 802 865 7300. You can also follow us on Facebook. We're always here to help and look forward to engaging with you on our mutual path to net zero energy.